Borderland Training Bites, the official podcast for the Borderland Training lifestyle in 15 minutes or less. With today's host, Nathan Wago, talking about are boxing combinations the same as forms? Borderland Training by it's the official podcast for Borderland Training. I'll be your host for today, Nathan Wigar. Is a martial arts form or pattern the same as a boxing combination? And the answer is no, but to really convey why it's foundationally different, we're going to have to take a more systematic approach. So surprise, I'm going to be using the system science approach, which is my preferred way of analyzing something. And we're going to really break this apart with some of these concepts. Instead of explaining what a system is and all that, I'm going to move through the critique point by point, and we'll just bring in the concepts of system science as we go, so that I'm not explaining it all in the beginning, you're getting bored, and end up turning the podcast off. So the first thing to note is that a complex adaptive system is adaptive. You have this group of diverse interrelated parts, and they function as a system, and they take in information through the use of feedback loops. So they get that input, they process it, and there's an output. And there's two different kinds of feedback, and you may have heard these before. Most of us have, except you may not have known that they're from system science, originally from cybernetics. And it's the idea of positive and negative feedback. And positive feedback, in the most basic sense, is just that the system encounters certain variables or input from the environment and incorporates it smoothly. So there isn't really any adaptation in that case. It's keep doing the same thing because it's working. Now, negative feedback in the most basic sense is that there's a certain amount of input. It doesn't fit with the system as it currently stands. And so this new information needs to be taken in. It needs to be processed. It needs to be reintegrated through repeated testing. And there's the output in the form of adaptation. Now, the problem that this poses for any kind of kata or form is that there's no adaptation. In a kata or form, everything is predetermined and known ahead of time, and so is your response to the variable, to the input of the system. Because of that, every feedback loop is positive. There's no reason to adapt. You just execute the techniques. Whether or not you did that technique set correctly is often up to other criteria like aesthetics, balance, and the like. But you're not actually adapting to a changing, shifting opponent. In a real situation where adaptation was required, If the first technique didn't work, the second technique that works off of that technique would fail as well. And so the whole system of that technique sequence would fall apart, and you'd have to do a new form for that new technique that the other person is pulling out of their hat. In that sense, you could say that a martial arts form, or a kata, is a linear, complicated system. There's a lot of moving parts, but they all move in a linear fashion, and there's no adaptation. That is a fundamentally different system than a boxing combination. Now, why is that? Well, because a boxing combination isn't imposing the game necessarily on the other person regardless of what they do. Rather, a boxing combination is a model that takes into account a dynamic opponent. We've had centuries to watch people, how they move against a given technique, and certain combinations work more than others because we've seen how these systems play out over time. So the model itself 
takes into account adaptation. It's a process, not a sequence. And you could probably argue, and people do, that, well, Kata does that as well. And what they would typically say is that a more advanced application of the Kata or form addresses things like a more dynamic opponent. But here's the problem. You can't take one system and substitute it for another. So if you've got a completely linear system that follows a sequential order, kind of like a machine, 1 plus 1 equals 2, that doesn't teach you adaptation. So applying a skill set at an advanced level requires a completely different skill set than the one you actually spent all that time developing. In a complex adaptive system, 1 plus 1 doesn't equal 2. It equals 3. There's a new dynamic. The whole is more than the sum of its parts, and adaptation needs to take place. Boxing combinations are also typically carefully constructed so that if you miss with one technique, that doesn't necessarily end the system. You can still make the other techniques in the sequence work. And the reason is that it's robust, as a complex adaptive system frequently is. In fact, a lot of the attack movements are also defensive movements, and they'll have people throw an offensive move like a jab or a cross or a jab cross left hook, and I will have them do the same motions again, but without the actual hand movement, and they'll find that they slip and dodge the punches the same as they would have before. This is a robust method of approaching striking. It's a fundamental game that works against multiple potential variables. In fact, that's the reason why so many boxing combinations lead with a jab, because the jab is a simple technique. If it fails, it doesn't matter, and as part of a system, it's very robust. A hook line, by contrast, is predicated usually on setting it up with a proper jab, and so that's why you learn hook lines a little bit later as a beginner than you would straight line shots, because it's not as robust. In some sense, it's determinant on the other, uh, the initial jab. Until the beginner has things down like angular footwork, he's not going to land that hook. In fact, the jab itself forms a uh, type of feedback loop. You're using it to generate feedback for yourself as a system, and based on the person's reactions, then you decide whether or not you're going to adapt in a given way. This is something that many martial arts forms, I would argue the vast majority of them, simply don't do. Look at one and two step sparring. These are forms that use only a couple techniques. And the reason why is because they arise within a sparring context. So that adaptability needs to be there. The opponent's reactions need to be taken into account. Or only a couple techniques can be delivered before the opponent is expected to adapt and move off. When you have a system that is linear and sequential and it fails to adapt, the system falls apart. If you insist on that paradigm, then every single time the opponent does something that you weren't quite ready for, instead of adapting, your adaptation is going to be switching forms. Now, we all know that doesn't happen. You can watch any video and the sparring looks completely different than the form. And many would argue that, it, that a form isn't supposed to be seen in its full form in a fight. That it's just a way to convey knowledge. But we've already talked about the fact that it doesn't have any carryover as a system. And if you have to keep switching forms every time another technique or adaptation gets used against you, think of the cognitive load that that involves. You have this whole sequence of techniques. None of them are based around how your opponent is going to react in real time. So that's a tall order. Just on a cognitive level, to be able to process all of that information and all of your skill sets and constantly be switching, cycling 
through those technique sequences to work against the next move. And what you thought was the move that is going to be used next isn't. So just on every level, the martial arts form is a completely different beast than a boxing combination. And the only thing that really comes close is one or two step sparring or other combinations that are based around sparring and take into account the adaptations of the opponent. Now, why is any of this even important? Well, because in the interest of ecumenism, we want to talk to other coaches and give other martial artists the benefit of the doubt. We're all trying to come to the truth, presumably. And one of the best ways to talk to another person and to convey your ideas and understanding what he's saying, especially from a different paradigm, is you need to find that common language, or you need to at least be able to speak in metaphors and analogies that he's going to understand. Now, what we want to avoid, though, and where a lot of this goes awry, is he might think he understands where you're coming from, but there's a fundamental flaw. And in that case, you would be coming to a false agreement, which just perpetuates the error. Unless all you're trying to do is argue, then that defeats the purpose. So, comparing a form or a kata to a boxing combination is an example of something that sounds good superficially, but is actually the same error as before. And what we want is real agreement, or if not real agreement, then a real understanding of where the differences lie, rather than a false superficial agreement. So, a quick recap of some of the concepts from system science. Feedback loops, negative feedback loops and positive feedback loops. Positive feedback loops means that what I did worked, there's no reason to change. Negative feedback loop means it didn't fit my paradigm, I've got to integrate it, I've got to adapt, and then I've got to retest that information. Initial conditions. A system can only be predicted to a certain point, and even within that small range of prediction, it's dependent on initial conditions. If you don't get those initial conditions right, then you have no ability to predict the system further down the line. Now, that's a problem when most forms do not allow something like a jab, which is a constant feedback loop of information allowing you to adapt in real time. A form by its very nature is predetermined. You know every possible variable and your response to it. There is no adaptation. It's teaching you constant positive feedback loops. And if the first technique fails, you're expected to either change the entire sequence of techniques Or you continue on anyway, even though not just the techniques on an individual level, but the sequence itself is dependent on that first technique working. It won't happen. Robustness. Just because one thing or one related part of a complex adaptive system doesn't work, other parts will take over for it. If the jab doesn't work, the cross still will. If the hook line doesn't work, the motions allow you to slip and move back to your original position. We cover our hooked lines with our straight line. That's what allows individual techniques to be robust in a boxing combination. The same leeway isn't to be found in forms. If your knife hand doesn't work and he doesn't react properly to it, then the next technique isn't going to happen. So you can either force it or you can try and change to an entire new sequence, which is just an incredible amount of cognitive load. And finally, just to wrap this up, The boxing combination is a model that can be thought of more properly as a process. Systems, complex adaptive systems rather, are in the end processes. Even a rock as a complex adaptive system 
is in fact a process. Why? Because the interrelated parts of that rock change and adapt to outside stimulus. It changes over time. It's a very, very slow process, but it's still a process. In the real world, in time, there is adaptation. There is a process of interrelated variables that react in response to each other. A form is not a process, and it is not teaching skills that have carryover to a process. In fact, a form is almost like an abstract math problem. It's nice, you can take it as far as you want to go, but that all goes out the window in an actual adaptive system. And not only that, but chaos theory is abstract too, and chaos theory says that even when you know the initial conditions, you still can't predict it past a certain point. And so those are the concepts that we brought in. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at the website, borderlandtraining.net, and just uh, look at the contact information there. Aside from that, train hard, test yourself, and through that adversity, achieve mastery.